Live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting for the Pods Moving and Storage Studios. It's The Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual, real relationships. Dr. John Deloney, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Open phones at 888-825-5225. John, sometimes people wonder why I say we help people build actual real relationships, and that's because you and I have made this unbelievable discovery that in the current century, there are people that are starting to realize, finally, that Facebook friends are not real friends. They're not real friends. It's not a real relationship. The way you tell somebody that you love them is not an, an electronic thumbs up. It's not not that's not how love is transferred these days. Can't click a like. Nope. Click yeah. like. I like you. Click you can. Like. It's just it it's gonna leave you hollow. We used inside. to send these little notes up and down the aisle in elementary school. Oh yeah, remember but, those things? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you'd be like, "You're dumb. Well, you're ugly. Well, you you like Dave? Ooh, <laughs> yeah, grody. Gro- yeah. yeah, remember but that th- word? There was something tactile about it, and you could see them. It was open actual. It up. Hu- there was an actual human over there. Yeah, not a digit. Yes, you weren't arguing with a bot with the zero one 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 zero. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, it's a different world. So it turns out that trolls are the mean people on the internet. When you meet them, are highly disappointing individuals. Yeah. They're really kind of sad, little cowardly people that don't, that in a real world would never be that brave. They just, and people who are mean on Facebook and gossipy, if you ever sat in a room with them, would never have that kind of courage. We call that digital courage. So it turns out real, actual relationships are something that we specialize around in here. And it's kind of like common sense. Ta-da. And, and it's really marketable in America today. So it's like a discovery. Your Facebook friends will not help you change your tire at 2 a.m. Well, and it's not that, one of them. It's that, uh, Dave, it's that, um, you know, the criticism of, of Ramsey Solutions is, you, you know, you're just you're just giving people common sense. That's where we are. That's where we 100%. are. A hundred percent. And uh, I'm unashamedly, just, I'm giving people like, and I'll charge you for it since you haven't got any. <laughs> Turn your phone off and talk to your children and I'll show you how to do that. Yes. Yeah. Well, if you don't know how to have a conversation, John will sell you a you. deck of cards to help you. you do that. I got you. <laughs> if you don't know how to tell your wife, hey, this is what I need, I, I will help you out. Uh, yeah. Saying it's a out wild loud. world, man. It's a wild world. Well, it, it's. Um, Dave, people are crazy. It's. it's I, but, it, you know, there is there is a wild. there's a relationship revolution. Yeah. That's starting to occur where people are saying it's not OK to sit in a restaurant and both of you send texts across the table. There's people starting to understand that that's sick. Yeah. I, I uh, Dave, I saw some students that had, they, they took all their phones and they stacked them up in a pile. And the first person who grabbed them had to pay for the whole meal. And they are, they are, they are practicing. We realize we're addicts. We're going to practice just sitting at the table together. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I love it. So uh, for five years, I've been trying to learn how to play golf. And um, that's another story. We'll go. It's another type of problem and addiction. But um, <laughs> anyway, aside from that, uh, one thing I've been practicing is I, I have my phone on the golf course. Mm. Well, I mean, golf is a really ridiculously difficult, complicated game for somebody like me that is limited in athletic ability. And so um, add to it distractions of crap coming from the office on the iPhone. Mm. So I just I, I my new thing is for four hours, I don't look at it. OK, how do you feel when you do that? 
Are you are you angsty or do you I, feel free? You know, for a little while, I, I was it was like an addict. It was like I was being taken off the pill, right, or taken off the yep. the drug. But now I kind of look forward to it. Yeah. And there's this peace when you come because there's there's an agitation that goes with the constant screen check. Was it twenty five hundred times a day? Somebody checks oh, the screen. Don't, it's those numbers are typical bonkers. people twenty five hundred twenty twenty five hundred times a day they check their just screens. grab for it, grab it, grab it. Yeah, it's like yeah. you know, it's just like. Yeah. I just got dinged. I got. I just got liked. I Has just your got golf dis- game improved? I just got unfollowed. Oh my God! I'm rejected by somebody I didn't even like. Did your, did your golf game improve? Considerable. Really? Well, it's all about concentration. Anything that that interrupts you. If you're thinking, I was playing with a pro, and he said his sports psychologist says, uh, "Okay, after you hit every shot in the round, we're gonna we're gonna grade. We're gonna step to the side and grade uh, a five. Is you were thinking about nothing but the golf ball." A one is you're thinking about buying a car when you get home. Okay. <laughs> right. And so and he said, and then we go back and we take the one to fives. And he said, guess where my best shots were? Well, duh. Right. Where you were concentrating on the shot. Yeah. Well, guess how life and, rela- and, and relationships work. Your when marriage you con- works the same, right? <laughs> right. Guess what? You follow some, I followed a guy out of the neighborhood the other day, my little HOA. He's, it's, you know, six o'clock in the morning, still dark. He's swerving all over the place. I'm like, he's drunk at six o'clock in the morning. No. Just texting. It was a contractor setting up his subs while he was driving. And he's swerving. He's driving like he's drunk with a stupid phone. I'm like, okay, decide. Are you going to drive or are you going to be on the phone, you drunk? You know, <laughs> get out of the way, too, by the way. Yeah. But, yeah, oh, my gosh. But that's it's hard to do that thing, that phone thing, and anything else. Right. But here's the other side of it. And, and you noticed... In short order, I, I, I get itchy without it, and then I go four hours, and suddenly there's a peace, and my golf game's improving, and now, I've, now I kind of crave it, and I, I can't wait to get out there because I don't have this thing. Um, a few weeks ago, uh, my she left, my wife left, left town, and it was just me and Josephine and Hank, and Hank had something he was going to, so it was just me and Joe, and I just told Sheila, I'm going to get off the rails. We're going to go eat every donut. We're going to go eat like a pancake breakfast at a restaurant. We're like me and her are just pizza and chocolate cake. It was 24 seven madness. madness. Um, her blood sugar wasn't so great, but everything else. Listen, since that weekend where I put my phone away and she had my undivided dad's going to be with you for breakfast, for lunch, for dinner. I have a whole new relationship with my kid. Like she comes in, hugs him when I wake up in the morning. And it was, it was literally day 48 hours. It was 48 hours of I'm just going to laser in on this little girl and uh, to, to control, to lead our relationship. It's amazing. It's, it's really amazing how quick it comes back around. Well, that's the good news. It'll heal back. Yeah. Bad news is it doesn't if you don't put the screen Gotta down. Got to put it down. Got to yeah. put it down. And screens aren't evil, but the overuse of them and substituting that for real connection and real relationship is evil. I'm starting to think you, you, you say, you've said for 30 years that money is is a byproduct of, of your marriage or relationship, like mm-hmm. what you got going on in your life. It's not the problem. It's a simple. I'm starting to think uh, screen time is too. If, if you're sitting there at a restaurant and both of you are staring on screens and you're on a date with your wife, that's, that is the, the, the smoke coming up from the fire of your that's relationship. That's assuming you ever knew how to it's, do a relationship. That's right. That's right. But we have a, a segment of uh, the demographic that has never been without a phone in their hand. Right. And so they don't know how to break up except by text. I tell you what, man, I had a student come in that got his wife left him, divorced via text. And, uh, God. Dave, listen, and I said, What are you doing in my office? Why aren't you going home? And this is a direct quote. 
we have a Zoom conference set up for Friday. And I was like, you should probably just get out of my office. You should probably just go. <laughs> Good grief, man. We have a Zoom conference your because wife. she texted this me is that your she's wife. leaving. Uh, why are you here? <sighs> so, real relationships. It's part of what we do here. This is The Ramsey Show. I've recommended Simply Safe Home Security for years, and over that time, they've just gotten better and better while remaining an amazing value. Their monitoring costs less than a dollar a day. Plus, unlike traditional home security providers, Simply Safe has no contract and no hidden fees. So don't wait to protect your home. Visit simplysafedirect.com right now and get a special 20% off. Simplysafedirect.com. There is no safe like Simply Safe. Dr. John Deloney, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Luke is with us in Cleveland, Ohio. Hi, Luke. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Good afternoon, gentlemen. It's a pleasure to speak with you. You too. How can we help? Well, I'm either on baby step two or baby step seven, and I need a little clarification to figure out which one I'm on. Okay. Uh, So I have a credit card, which I don't want to have a credit card, but uh, with where I'm at in my life, I'm fortunate enough that I can take a trip to Mexico or to the Caribbean about twice a year. And on all the debit cards I've found, they all have a 2% uh, foreign transaction fee, and my credit card does not. So I do have the credit card, but I use it for the time when I'm at the trip. And then I pay it off the next, the following month when it the bill comes due. You know, that's interesting. I got back from Mexico Sunday and I have been there 10 days and I didn't have a single charge you're talking about on my debit cards. Really? Yeah. Because I've called two. They just asked me, do you want to run it in pesos, you want to run in pesos or dollars when they run the little machine out to you? Right. Yeah, no, and it's always in dollars and that's still apparently a 2% fee at my at two credit unions and two banks. I just booked I've a trip to, 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 out of the country in the south too and they had the same i think you just day. need a better debit card a different bank <laughs> but anyway you're even if you're i mean we we would tell you to get a different better debit card because we don't believe in credit cards at all but even then if you use a credit card and you paid it off what's your problem I'm, you're not in debt what it do, no, that's, don't, that's not a baby step two thing well i mean there's i guess there's a bill but it's not really i guess a, a true debt but also i'll keep my credit score which i don't really want and yeah that's a problem i know something something that you talked about before. So I was kind of confused on what I should do. Well, um, number one, here's the thing. The the amount of pain that you were in before because of your stupid money decisions will dictate how drastically far you go with these things. I went completely broke. So I don't walk anywhere near a bank except to make a deposit. (laughs) Okay. I can't stand those people. (laughs) Even my banker, who's a friend of mine, I'm not sure I like. No, I'm kidding. But, uh, but, you know, you know what I'm saying, right? And so uh, it's just the whole thing. And and so there's no chance, even if I wasn't the guy about no credit card, Dave Ramsey guy, I would have a credit card because of what I've been through. You, uh, by listening to you, have not had that I've been that burned experience. So it's a little bit more, eh, whatever for you. And I get that. That's not a criticism, but I'm just an observation. Is that fair? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, again, what we teach is based on this absolute, I'm never going to go near a debt instrument again because I'm never going in debt again. So that would dictate for someone doing that, that they go and find a bank that doesn't have ridiculous fees on their internationals. And uh, I'm really shocked your credit union does. I would talk to them about just removing that uh, because credit unions are very, very – 
customer-oriented, much more so than banks in general. And they so, don't want to lose a Baby Step 7 customer yeah, either. Yeah. <laughs> but, you, but if you have a bill that comes in during the month, like um, your electric bill, and you pay it, mm-hmm. you're not in debt. Mm-hmm. If you had a credit card right. bill that came in and you paid it, you're not in debt. You're on Baby Step 7. You're just on Baby okay. Step 7, and you still have a credit card, which is the only thing I would obviously have just griped at you about. But, yeah, but that's the, you know. But you're a baby step seven guy. That's where you are to answer your overall question. And, um, but yeah, I, dude, I'm in Mexico three or four times a year. Uh, I like Mexico. And so, um, uh, um, and I, you know, I do have to watch the peso exchange shifting a little bit. It's gone from uh, 0.2 to 0.18. And so it does affect things a little bit. You have to watch what you're doing. Uh, and, and sometimes they'll catch you with a conversion if you're not watching your math <laughs> in some of these locations. But that's a that's a, a vendor issue. That's the uh, the merchant. That's not the credit card or the debit card. So we use our debit cards uh, frequently. We use a lot of cash too. Uh, Mexicans much prefer cash, by the way, um, for the same reasons a lot of Americans do, but even more so. They don't want the government after them. So that's the whole thing. They don't want the government knowing. They like being off the grid as much as we do, uh, those of us that are rednecks, okay? So we don't want to be on the grid either. We don't want um, anybody knowing where we are. So that's very interesting. A good question. Hannah's in Pittsburgh. Hey, Hannah, welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi, thank you for taking my call. Sure. What's up? Um, I was just wondering if we should pay our mortgage or if we should wait until we have a little bit more saved um, as like a safety net. Okay, do you have any other debt? No. Okay. You're fairly new to this whole Ramsey stuff, aren't you? Yes. Okay. So we teach a process called the baby steps. And it's how to apply. It's the next step, the next thing, and then the next thing, and the next thing, a clear path from where you are now to wealth. First thing is get $1,000. Second thing is be debt-free but the house. You've done those two, right? Yes. Okay. Then the third step is to have a fully funded emergency fund grandma called it a rainy day fund the proper amount is three to six months of household expenses what's your household income um well i just quit my job so now it's going to be about a hundred thousand okay are you going back to work no i'm going to be a stay-at-home mom for a while okay how much is your house payment about six hundred and fifty dollars a month wow Good work, Hannah. Wow. Okay. That's weird. That's wonderfully weird. <laughs> okay. And so, um, okay, so let's pretend that your monthly expenses, if everybody's income stopped, uh, that you could live easily on uh, $4,000 a month. I wouldn't be far from wrong, would I? No. Okay. Three times four is 12. Six times four is 24. So you should have an emergency fund of twelve to $24,000 before you start paying off your house. How much do you have in savings? Um, savings, we have about 95000 <laughs> Okay. Let's allocate 20000 of that to your emergency fund. Now, everything okay. else is going towards your mortgage. How much is your mortgage balance? Um, about 92000 Great. Okay. So... You said you have 95000 in savings? Yes. Hmm. Okay. Um, 
Well, the, the way we would teach it is you keep your emergency fund of three to six months. We could call that 15 for fun. That'd be putting 80 on the house. And uh, then you pay off the house, what, by Christmas? If you only yeah. had 15 owed, right? And then if you want to build yeah. up your emergency fund a little further, you could. That's what we would do around here because no house payment is going to make you even more brilliant than you already are, and you're pretty stinking brilliant. Good grief. I love that. <laughs> that was like a slow flex. And we have a $95,000. And $600 house payment. That's <laughs> fantastic. Yeah. Translation, so, Hannah, you are well on your way before you ever met anybody called Ramsey, but we'll help you get get there even faster. So, so Dave, one of, the, one of the criticisms I get is in, let's just, this situation. How do you tell somebody, like, because mathematically, that's, it kind of went in the lottery, the $650 house payment. There's, but there's the, the umbrella, the shadow that sits over you that says somebody else you owe money to, right? You owe money to somebody else. How would you explain that to somebody that says, no, it's worth it to go ahead and do it? It's worth it to go ahead and pay that thing off, even though your house payment is so low relative to what you're bringing home every month. Because several things happen in addition to the math being freed up the first thing number one the math is freed up and now you can invest and save um and and be generous with your entire income and it will cause you to be wealthy faster that's the basic thing but it's only 600 bucks we're freeing up here so it's not like it's a ton but it's there and whatever else extra they were paying or putting into savings so she's got this vague savings over here that hasn't got a real assignment yet it doesn't have a mission the second thing that happens is um that people that don't have a single piece of debt, you talk about this, they relax in a place they didn't know was tight. Mm. Their relationships get better. Their employment changes for the better because they don't have to work there. Mm. Their, uh, the qual- their health improves, yeah. literally. Yeah. I mean, the hypertension that we face in this culture. <sighs> yeah. you, you don't, you know, people with way. mortgages don't have as much high blood pressure. Hello. Wow. Just think about it. People that don't have mortgages have peace, financial peace, two words that don't go together, like airline service. This is The Ramsey Show. You've been gazelle intense. You've eaten more beans and rice than you knew existed, and now you're ready to make your biggest investment better. Blinds.com is a great way to dress up a room or your entire home. Whether you like do-it-yourself projects or you don't even know what a Phillips head screwdriver is, trust Blinds.com to take care of you like Ramsey would. You can do the measuring and installation yourself or let Blinds.com's professionals handle everything for you. Blinds.com offers a completely hassle-free experience. Count on them to deliver stylish window treatments from premium brands without the premium markup. And you can count on free shipping, free samples, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee so you can rest easy. That's why we've recommended Blinds.com for over 10 years. Shop Blinds.com right now and get up to 45% off. That's Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Dr. John Deloney, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today in the lobby of Ramsey Solutions on the debt-free stage. Corey and Amber are with us. Hey, guys. How are you? Hey, David Good. John. Good to have you guys. Where do y'all live? Raleigh, North Carolina. Oh, fun. That's a great town. Mm-hmm. We love Raleigh-Durham. Good. Good. So how much debt have you two paid off? $181,558.11. Wow. Give or take. Way to go. <laughs> and how long did this take? 
two years and five months. All right. Love it. And your range of income during that two years and five months? We started at 95000 and now we are a little over 200000 Nice double in two years. So how'd you double your income in two years? Well, starting about the beginning of 2020, I didn't realize how much debt we actually were in. It was primarily student loan debt. Amber finally shared it with me, and I said, I'm tired of all this money going out the door and not being able to keep it. So we got that gazelle intensity. I'm a mental health therapist, and so when March 2020 hit, unfortunately, COVID impacted a lot of people's mental health, and therefore... You were kind of in the plexiglass business right yeah, now, buddy. Yeah, exactly. I'm just saying, yep. yeah. Yeah, mental health and plexiglass, big deal during COVID. Yeah. Right. Yeah, wow. Wow. You just took client after client after client. Client after client, yep. Whoo, man, that's exhausting work. It is. It that's is. like walking through spider webs you all day long. You had long hair when that started. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. It all disappeared. Yep. <laughs> just, wow. That's a lot of therapy without without getting any. And uh, Amber, uh, what do you do for a living? I'm a reseller, and I have a small YouTube channel. Oh, Very cool. cool. Mm-hmm. What do you resell? Clothes and shoes and really anything and everything. <laughs> what do you do, eBay or Facebook eBay, Marketplace? eBay, Poshmark, Mercari, Facebook Marketplace. What's the most successful? Which platform? It varies. It changes depending on the season, um, the years, but eBay and Poshmark are pretty much the top two yeah. for me. I've met people that are buying clothes at garage sales for 10 cents and selling them for $3 on eBay, and they're making 10 grand a month. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've and met I, people doing that. I was afraid when COVID hit that my sales would decrease because no, they went up yep. they did because people didn't want to leave their homes yeah. so online shopping well and they're bored they're just sitting there yeah. dinging on buying yeah. stuff they're going they spend money in debt. then yeah. they feel ashamed so they call you <laughs> they call me yeah. they talk about that <laughs> got it figured out then. and they got to get back up yep. there you guys got a racket well played guys well played <laughs> all right so what got y'all started on this two and a half years ago I shared with Corey how much debt we were in when we first got married I pretty much handled all of the money, and mm-hmm. Corey kind of was just on the back burner. He just worked and just had his head down. And when I finally shared how much debt we were in, and he realized how much debt, we were like, "We have to do something." And I found the seven baby steps, and we were like, "This is it." So, what, as a what, mental what, health what therapist, it? what was it like when <laughs> realizing, "Oh, we should probably communicate as yeah. a, as a <laughs> yeah, married couple." That. No, not only aided me in my personal growth, but professionally as well, teaching clients to do the same thing. So it's all about communication, intentionality, being on the same page. Yeah, that's that's very cool. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what was the 182,000? What kind of debt? It was primarily student loans. We did Mm -hmm. have a couple credit cards and furniture, Mm -hmm. but um, someone went to a private university Mm -hmm. for six years. So yeah. Oh, so when you shared it with him, you told him, right? (laughs) The one he already knew that he was deeply in debt. Okay. The way y'all say that is so gentle. I shared with him the debt. No, I told him how much you racked up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I had some as well, but his was the, the larger chunk of it. So. Yeah. Okay. So he looked at it and said, "Oh, yeah, this is a thing." So, um, talk to me for the sake of the audience about that dynamic because it's a really important one. We're kind of joking around and laughing over the top of what is actual some actual pain. Um, you were carrying a lot of stress, yeah. and uh, by you, I mean Amber. Mm-hmm. And um, you kind of went, "I'm. I don't know what happened. You you're just like I'm at the end of my rope. I can't carry this by myself anymore." Or I need some help and you're not paying attention or what was what was that dynamic like 
Um, it was it was pretty much I had to tell him because we had to change what we were doing. We were we'd go on vacations, but we'd always cash flow it. And then when I get home, it's like we have all this debt left. You couldn't manipulate it enough to make it work. And then when I when I finally shared okay. it with him because I didn't want to stress him out. When I finally shared the numbers with him, it was eye opening. Mm-hmm. You know, over the years, I've done this for thirty years, talking to people in this situation, whether it's the husband that was doing the bills and has to bring in the wife, or the wife in your case. Um, there's this weird thing that it's like I'm supposed to be taking care of this, and I can't, I can't do it anymore. I, I don't know how to fix this. I've got to have some help. And it's like people feel sometimes. I don't know if you did, but sometimes people feel like, like, like you failed at your job, which was to take care of the money. Mm-hmm. And so there's almost a shame to bring it to the other person when it actually is their job to help you. Mm-hmm. But there's this weird thing. It's like, oh, God, I, I can't do it. There's a let. Did you sense that? Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's hard, isn't it? Yep. Yes. And then there's, it's Dave, you just nailed it. There's, it's a it's a stress to shame loop-de-loop because then you handed him your stress and then you felt really shamed mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. all this debt you racked Absolutely. up, right? Absolutely. It's very challenging, but self-compassion is a very important trait in this journey. Without it, we wouldn't have been able to make it. Yeah, that's so, good. Yeah. And it made our, our marriage stronger mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. Self-forgiveness. Right. It goes with compassion. Yeah, like when I went bankrupt, it was completely my fault. Mm-hmm. Sharon, I mean, she didn't have any idea what was going on. We, we've owned houses she never saw, you know? I mean, it was completely my fault because I, I ran the thing in the ditch. Uh, and, and so it took a little while for me to get over going, you're an idiot. Mm-hmm. I was an idiot, but it took me a little while to get over that, just forgive myself and move on from that and go, I'm just going to learn from this. We're going to take all these lemons and make some lemonade. Yeah, there's a real thing to what you guys have been through. It's very powerful. Thank you for being open about it and sharing it. Uh, You're going to help some people today by having done that. And you're victorious, too. By goodness, $182,000. How's it feel to be free? (sighs) Wonderful. Wonderful. Okay. Now now that you did it and you leaned in for two, two two years and five months, almost two and a half years, there's a whole reformation that occurs during that time, and not only in your relationship but just in the way your brain looks at money um a transformation if you will uh what do you tell people the key to getting out of debt is i would say don't focus on what you have to give up look at what you have to gain if we would have stayed living how we were living there's no way that we could be able to afford the future that we want and have a house one day so that would that that's what i would say and be willing to sacrifice a bit We'd work seven days a week, weekends, all our friends. Hey, do you want to hang out? Love what you said one episode, Dave. No means yes, me later. A lot of our friends really stuck to it, have some great support because of that. Yeah. And then we also really cut down on the grocery budget. And for two and a half years, he had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich for lunch every single day. So that's his tuna fish sandwich. So that's how you get muscles like that. <laughs> wow, yes. Dave, I want that's muscles. How that works. It's a peanut butter and jelly hey, protein system. Protein. Yeah, that's how you get those muscles. Okay, yeah, yeah that's for sure. Oh, my God. Yeah, it wow. didn't. It didn't kill him. I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> Way to can go! Can you eat guys. peanut butter and jelly now? That's the question. No, no, I can't. No. I, can't do it. I, no. I ate tuna fish sandwiches when we were broke, and I smell tuna fish still to this day. My net worth goes down. Oh, I just, it's, I hate them. I hate tuna fish. You know, it just because I was, it was broke people food. You know, mm-hmm. for right. you, it's peanut butter and jelly. You get that smell. It's like you have a do you have a peanut allergy, sir? Yes, I do. <laughs> I'm completely allergic to peanut butter and jelly now. Y'all are y'all are incredible. That's yeah, awesome. well done, Thank you awesome. guys. Thank you. Very well done. Very well done. Now that you're 100 percent free, how's it feel? Amazing. Amazing. Wonderful. Cool. Proud of you. Very well done. Now, who are these cheerleaders you brought with you? 
These are my parents. Yeah. Okay. They're awful proud. Just watching their body language while you're talking, they're just they're just like ah, they're so proud. They were our biggest supporters. Yep. Yeah. When your grown kids are actually have sense, it makes all of us parents proud. It really does. It's pretty because we all have friends that their grown kids are idiots. I mean, we do. And when you're when they're not, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. So hey, we've got the uh, live and give bundle for you. It's the Baby Steps Millionaires book, which is your next uh, step in this process. You'll be there before you know it. Uh, the uh, Total Money Makeover book, which is what you've just done. Maybe you can give it to one of your friends that stood by you out there. Uh, a Financial Peace University membership as well. And again, the live and give bundle. We're so proud of you guys. You're Thank a you. very neat couple. What you've been through is very obvious. It's on your face. It's on the way you're looking at each other. It's on the words you're using. You're very powerful. Very well done. All right. It's Corey and Amber, Raleigh, North Carolina. 182,000 paid off in two years and five months, making 95 to 200. Lots of communication, lots of hard work. Count it down. Let's hear a debt free scream. Three, two, one. We're, We're debt free. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you got to love it. Man. This is the Ramsey Show. Dr. John Deloney, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. Thank you for joining us. Open phones at 888-825-5225. If you're a new listener, and we know there's a whole bunch of you out there that are, uh, and all, some of this that we talk about is uh, like tribal speak, the vernacular that we're using, the words we're using are new to you, like baby steps and debt snowballs and all that kind of stuff. If you want to kind of figure out where you are and start to plug into this whole thing, uh, completely free, go to RamseySolutions.com, click on the Get Started button. RamseySolutions.com, click on the Get Started button, and you know that'll get you moving in the right direction, get you where you're supposed to be. So our question of the day comes from Neighborly. It's sponsored by Neighborly, your hub for home services to repair, maintain, improve our home. Researching dozens of providers is a thing of the past. Neighborly is all you need to remember a nationwide network of local home service pros of all kinds. We love Neighborly. We're honored that they're sponsoring us. Molly Made, Mr. Rooter, Mr. Electric, to name just a few. Uh, just really good stuff. Neighborly.com, and you can get some help near you. All right, today's question comes from Molly in Oregon. Molly writes, my husband makes $30,000 a month take home. Well done. And I'm fortunate enough to stay home with my daughter. We have zero debt. Our rent is currently $2,100 a month and utilities are fairly cheap. We have visited Maui several times and are planning on making a move there. The thing is, I feel like even though we have no debt and a paid off car and everything, we are still scared to go into debt on a house. We're waiting for a good deal and think we found something really nice around 900 grand. We're making a trip out to see the house at the end of this month. And if that doesn't work out, we have a property we think we might buy and and build a house on for about the same price. Are we too scared to spend money? We've just been at a point in our life when we first got together where we struggled so much. And I think we both just get scared of being there again. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the story of my life. Yeah. You've, you've really helped me with that one, Dave. Um, I think when your identity is survival, and I say it sounds identity when your body's trying to survive all the time, um, that 
that you, you just develop a scarcity mindset. This all goes away in any second. Um, and then we live in a world that tells us it's all coming down. It's all coming down. It's all coming down. And so it's really easy. $30,000 a month is a ton of money. And um, they still live like they're broke, right? They're still renting. Um, it's just this terror that's in there. Um, and you taught me, Dave, that in my language, I, you got to practice your way out of this thing. And for me, the, the gift that you gave me was practicing using ratios. And to stop looking at, um, like for a couple that went broke, $900,000 feels like a billion, right? Let's look at the ratios. Let's look at the costs. Let's look at the actual um, percentages of things. And that's given me a lot of peace and allowed me to practice a new way of doing life. Well, it, it helps your, use your uh, intellect, your, your brain, to make the decision on facts. It's bringing my, my brain back online. Yeah, I'm, right? I'm using facts instead of feelings. That's right. Because what happens is there's two, there's two things that cause it two situations and they usually go together actually um number one if you've gone broke like i have um then you are like she has in this situation you're you you know you have to heal from that and the only way you heal from that it move from this uh, i'm always going to be broke mentality to i'm never going to be there again mentality is you have to practice and you have to do new things the second thing that happens is when you start and you are making thirty thousand dollars a year and then you're making $30,000 a month. Mm-hmm. What happens is the math grew faster than your emotional capacity right. to manage that. Now, I'm not saying you didn't have the intellectual capacity to manage the money. I'm saying that, you know, I'll give you an example. Around here at Ramsey, okay? I mean, I grew up normal kid, right? And I worked my butt off cutting grass and doing everything else, shoveling whatever had to be shoveled, all this kind of stuff, right? And what we spend on coffee <laughs> at ramsey with 1100 employees I, I i never made that much in a year right and we spent it on coffee oh my god you know i mean it's just like to get my emotional head around those numbers sometimes i have it's an intellectual exercise yeah. you know what we spent on copier paper in, in a building that I mean, it's just like because of the scale right you know and it's like and we're not doing anything wrong it's nothing irresponsible the coffee's not ridiculous it's not starbucks i don't even like starbucks and so uh but it, it's just it's not it's not inexpensive coffee it's not expensive it's just good coffee but yeah. you know it's not that it's just there's a lot of it right and so the same thing's true when you're buying a uh you know you've been driving a five thousand dollar eight thousand dollar car that breaks down and the tires are bare for the majority of your life to emotionally buy a fifty thousand dollar car even if you're worth ten million dollars doesn't matter it's a difficult decision because you feel like weird yeah because your your emotions are not used to sitting in that car your nose is not used to smelling that smell you know the new car smell it doesn't it doesn't come up well for us so for for sheila and i we when we bought our our house in in texas um I, I I had a great job. She had a great job. I could not believe that a human being would spend this much money on a house. Dave, I didn't sleep for two or three days. Couldn't breathe. Um, when we bought it and we closed, we went in with the key, opened it up. Sheila fell to the floor crying. She could never be- have believed that she could live in such opulence. And we sold the house, and I made enough money to pay cash for like a $15,000 truck. So we made a little money on it. And we got one eighty five for it. And then we moved to Nashville. <laughs> and you you can't buy somebody's you can't i mean it, 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 so cap. here's the thing i had and uh I'll, I'll i'll use the word sinfully i had lumped people who buy houses that cost this much cost this much money into those are those people mm-hmm. we're these people mm-hmm. and 
people re- like us. I had divided yeah. the world up into us's and them's in, a, yep. in, in an unfair way. Sometimes so, people do that on race. Sometimes they do on it everything. On, on, on education level, on yeah. religion. Sometimes they do it based on the fact they've been broke right. or they grew up broke. Um, like a friend, the friend of mine grew up in the hood, and he said, getting out of the hood's easier than getting the hood out of you. Uh-huh. You yeah. know? And that's the truth. That's the thing. And so the, the, the what we're saying is every one of us have had down times or broke times or made more money than we ever made in our life. And it is it is normal for your emotions to struggle to catch up. So, Molly, you're normal. Yes. By the house. Yes. The way you fix this is you you have to do what John says about trauma of any kind. You have to say facts are your friends. These fears are irrational. And so if you have $600,000 cash in your bank account and you want to buy a $15,000 car, it you know, and you have a weird feeling, it ain't the math, Bubba. It's you. And acknowledge the feeling. Acknowledge yeah. it. I have a little thing that I write them down. I still write them down. Yeah. When they're obnoxious and they're dumb, I write them down and then we move on. Yeah, and because it takes the power away from That's them. right. That's yeah. right. Stacy's in Fort Worth, Texas. Hi, Stacy. How are you? Hi, I'm fine. Thank you so much for taking my call. Good. I'm very honored to speak with you both. You too. What's up? Um, so we have we have a daughter who's in college and then our younger our twins who will be going off to college in the fall. Mm-hmm. And we we had a very lengthy, not your normal baby step two, and it's left us with a house that needs repair on everything. <laughs> And so I was, my question for you is, would it financially make sense to just sort of um, get rid of the house as is, um, you know, sell it to one of those companies that just takes it off your hands? No, they take it off your hands at wholesale. You need to call a good real estate agent and have them come in and say, these are, there's 10 things you could do. Six of them are worth the money. The other four, you need to let the other people do whatever it is. Okay. But if you'll spend the money on paint, on landscaping, on the recarpet, it's going to 2x your return when you get ready to sell the house and you're going to get the enjoyment of it. So you need to make a list of projects the way you eat an elephant is a bite at a time that your real estate agent, your future real estate agent gives you the priority on. This is the most important one down to the least important one and work your way down those projects with cash uh, and then some of them you don't need to do because they're not worth doing. We'll let the next owner do it. But it's a retail buyer, not a we buy houses buyer. Yeah. So we buy houses buyers, a wholesale buyer. And you don't need to take that hit because you don't have the energy to fix this house. Get the house fixed up. Get a real estate agent to guide you through it. Get multiple bids. Prioritize it. Work one project at a time. You don't have to do them all at once. And you don't go into debt to do this. So good question. You're on your way. You're on your way, Stacy. You're closer than you feel like. This is The Ramsey Show. Dave here. You can find all of our shows with the Ramsey Network app on your smartphone. It's the only place to listen to the entire back catalog of episodes. Download the Ramsey Network app in your favorite app store today.